Hey everyone, this is Josh, the founder and proprietor of TheSteelCage.com and the Steel Cage Podcast Network. I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank you for giving us a listen. I hope you check out the other great shows on our network, from Minutes with the Mayor, to Captain Jack's Armbar Emporium, to the nerd pop culture series we do, called Unfunny Nerd Tangent, and anything else we come up with that needs an outlet. We aren't a charity organization, but we're not exactly in the business of making a profit either. If you want to help us pay the bills, so to speak, you can find us on patreon.com slash thesteelcage and commit as little as $1 a month. Thesteelcageshop.com will get you to our pro wrestling tees store, where you can find our shirts, also known as the king of soft style, because they truly are. Both of those sites, as well as affiliate links to the WWE shop, WWE Network, and Amazon.com can be found in the upper right-hand corner of our website. Click through any of those affiliate links and you help us without any additional cost to you. Alright, enough of that. Time to get to the show. Welcome, this is episode 39 of Unfunny Nerd Tangent, dedicated to all things new and old of Jumanji. My name is Greg, your Captain Boomerang, and while my special skills do involve drop bear wrangling, Vegemite tasting, and knowing whether or not that's a knife, sadly, my weakness is hosting podcasts. So, to help me with today's journey through the jungle, in Phoenix, Arizona, his special skills include Jessica admiration, apologizing for shitty films, and dressing up as random DC superheroes. But his weakness, as we all know, is being wrong. Forever wrong. From attackofthedad.com, say hello to Tim Agnew. What year is it? <laughs> and uh, and uh, rounding out our three-man panel, also in Phoenix... His special skills include beards, motorcycles, and making the worst jokes known to man. His only known weakness is Christmas. It's the super Jew, Jared Rabinovitz. Clearly, my weakness is cake. Let's, come on. <laughs> well, I didn't want, I thought that would be mean, so. Re- really? <laughs> that would be mean? You said my I weakness think... was, my strength was making the worst jokes known to man. But, but saying it. that I like cake <laughs> is a, is a uh, step too far for you? Well, I think, realistically, I think cake is all of our weaknesses, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so, um, yeah, Jumanji. I guess we should probably start with saying that we had no real plans to do a Jumanji show. But um, after the runaway success of this latest film, we felt we probably should give it the uh, unfunny nerd tangent treatment. So before we get into the new reboot slash sequel, whatever you want to call it, um, we should probably do a quick recap of the original Robin Williams film. It came out in 1995, which means I was 16. So, Jared, you must have been like, I don't know, two or three or something. Like- <laughs> I wasn't quite that young, but I was nine. <laughs> right. So I only bring that up because I just wonder, like me being 16 when it came out, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, that was that was cool. Like you're not quite you know, obviously like you're not in your 20s or something where you're like, oh, kid's movie, but you're not in that uh, kid phase where you'll watch any sort of kid's movie. So it was kind of, I was kind of right in the middle. Um, so I just wonder what it was like, what Jumanji was basically for you when it first came out. 
I remember it was like a big deal. Like I, I remember it was a, like there there were some friends who thought it was like crazy, and then there were some who just really liked it. I remember it was like one of the big like first special effects things that we yeah that we got, and you know it was right around the time period of Jurassic Park, but some of us didn't like. I don't think everybody saw Jurassic Park. No, everybody saw Jurassic Park. No, but I mean, like in my well, maybe on your like like when, if you were if you were in the seventh grade when Jurassic Park came out, you fucking saw Jurassic Park. Yeah, no, I was in fourth grade, I believe. Um, maybe, I think we we took my brother who was much younger. Yeah, he was what? How old was he? So if I was in seventh grade, he was in second grade. But I remember loving it and thinking it was awesome, like all the animals running through town and all that stuff, and even though like I remember thinking it was awesome. I don't watch it that often. It's not like a film that I, I like. I rewatched it the other night for this podcast. And I think that was the first time I'd watched it in probably ten plus years. I'm so amazed. it's not like a. It's not. Like, <coughs> sorry, Tim. It's um. It's not like a, a childhood favorite or anything like that. No, I, I wouldn't say that either. But there are these '90s kids who have put it on a pedestal. Yeah, like like when this new Jumanji movie came out, it, it seems like there's this reverence for Jumanji that I never knew was there. Yeah, I, well, see, I had the same reaction too. It's like, why the hell are they making that remaking that movie? That was a good movie the first time. You don't need to go back to it. Like it was a complete story. It, and I was a little pissed that they were redoing it, not because like. I thought it was like so much on a pedestal. I remember that it was just a, it didn't need to be remade. Yeah, it's, well, and the new Jumanji, like it's 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 totally unnecessary. There are a lot of movies now that are totally unnecessary yeah. that that still wind up being a lot of fun. But um, but before we get to that, uh, did anybody play the board game that that came out based on the movie? Hell no! I wasn't trying to be sucked into the goddamn jungle. I think we we should have opened up this whole podcast by warning listeners that you need to finish the podcast. Otherwise, the, yeah. Jar- the Jared in your living room is not going to go away. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> You'll be stuck in the outback forever. <laughs> and even worse, there'll be a couple of drop bears hanging around too. Yeah, that's right. So you, drop bears, yowies. Um, you have to finish the podcast yeah. and then you have to say unfunny nerd tangent at the end and then... Then it all goes away. Yeah, until That's you go right. into a public space and yell "unfunny nerd tangent," you you are not completely free. <laughs> yeah, you might go back in time all the way to the start and then get to redo it, <laughs> like uh, like Robin Williams. Yeah, but but yeah, I mean, I I liked it as a kid. I actually saw it, believe it or not, at the drive-ins. Um, they still had them back then, and and they used to have these uh, dusk till dawn shows. So yeah, I was 16 and, and so everyone sort of was getting their license. So everyone would just pile in a car and, and whenever they'd have one of these dustal doors, so half, the, half the lot was high school kids. And, so uh, you could yeah, stay we, there and just watch Jumanji all night? Well, they would, they would show like five movies. So it would wow. start at sort of about 6 o'clock and the last movie would finish at about 3.30, 4. And they had two, two fields so you could kind of go, right, this field A has these five movies and field B has these five. And and because you could just sort of walk around very rarely. I mean, very rarely did anyone watch actually watch any of the movies. It was more just an excuse to get into the alcohol. Um, in the back seat. Yeah, exactly, and various other things. But uh, it was, 
sometimes you would be like, I'm actually going to go watch this movie. So you, you would. And I remember for some reason I was like, oh, I'm going to watch Jumanji. <laughs> so actually me and a couple of others, we actually like stopped all the high school hijinks <laughs> and actually sat out and watched Jumanji and copped all this shit for it. Like, oh, fucking watching Jumanji. It's like, it's like oh, no, no, I don't want a beer. I'm watching Jumanji. Yeah, that's right. It's like, oh, man, look, shitty monkeys and stuff. <laughs> But there was actually all right. I, I enjoyed it. But yeah, I wouldn't have said, "Oh yeah, Jumanji, uh, yeah, what a great movie." But on the other hand, I do know what you feel, um, Jared, about the whole when they announced the remake. It was like, really? Like, do we just have to remake everything? But it, it's kind of like I like Scarface when they announced they're going to remake that. I went, <laughs> "The fuck, guys! Really? They're remaking Scarface?" Yeah, the well, thing is, though, Scar- Scarface, Scarface was a remake of the original Scarface. Yeah, but see, the original <laughs> Scarface wasn't known as a great movie. Yeah, it, it, it was kind of a. It was, it was like, like a cinema classic, I guess, but it wasn't like. It, yeah, it, it wasn't as highly regarded as the current version of Al Pacino and Scarface is now. It and it's a very, iconic. very different movie. Yeah. Plus, like it's. I can understand, like, then they're in the 80s or whatever, going, well, let's make this movie because it was made in the 40s and you couldn't really do anything and you couldn't swear or show too much violence or anything like that. And everyone's just sort of like, hey, listen here, see? Watch out. It's like, yeah, no one's going to go back and watch that. In the 80s especially, no one was going to go back and watch that and go, wow. And it's not like you could do that the same thing with that movie now and be like, oh, the special effects will be so much better. It's like... Yeah, he was just shooting people. They had that pretty well covered. Yeah, they, they had yeah. blood and, yeah. and explosions. Yeah. Like, that's fine. Yeah. Well, I feel that there's of cocaine two. look the same. Yeah. 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 Now all the cocaine is CGI and it looks terrible. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, terrible Cuban accents and stuff, you know. <laughs> but I, I think that movie, it, it's going to go one of two ways. Either it's going to be this complete pile of shit and everyone's going to be like oh what did you ruin scarface by making this shitty remake or it's going to be like a a good version of scarface but just kind of updated which means it will be similar to the al pacino one in which case people will go well why did you remake it exactly like, it, you've got to just leave it alone like it, it, it you almost have to do like a with reboots you either have to do a great version of a once shitty movie and go, no, see, we remade it and now it's awesome. Or what happens is they try to make remake a good movie and it turns out shit, but at least then you have the good one and the shit one. Whereas you can't sort of have two okay movies because it's yeah. like, well, what was the point of that? You, and you're not going to have two definitive versions. Like you will have yeah. everybody's favorite and then you'll have the other one. Yeah, you'll have yeah. Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. Yeah. That's well, your I mean, poll? <laughs> really did hey. I mean of all movies that they remade they redid Ben-Hur and did anyone even see it I mean when, when was that I, I forgot even... they even did it but yes yeah it was like I think it was two or three years ago and I think Morgan Freeman was in it um for for a heartbeat and then it's just like I don't know. That's one movie where I really thought, like, oh man, like you can't remake like because that is actually a good movie. Like I know it's old, but it it's fantastic for the time, especially. And you're like, shit, look what they managed to do back in the '60s. It's like holy shit. Uh, and, and I mean, those kind of movies, like I would put them up with that kind of Wizard of Oz, um, 
I don't know, Gone with the Wind, those kinds of movies where it's like, just leave them alone. Like, you're only going to improve the technical aspects of, of things. And even then, you probably fuck it up with CGI anyway. So just leave them alone. Yeah. Like, I, I think part of the problem with Jumanji was the timing of it, is it was not long after Robin Williams' death that they announced that they were going to do it. That's true. Like, yeah, it's only been it's like, a couple of years. Are, are, you, are you kidding me? It's like they went through and like, okay, what Rob, Robin Williams movie can we make? Well, can't, can't go uh, Good Morning Vietnam. That that one's a little dated. Uh, can't do Mrs. <laughs> yeah. can't, can't do Mrs. Doubtfire. You know that that one's a little insensitive nowadays. Ah, uh, <laughs> fuck. What about Jumanji? Yeah. Oh, the fucking jungle. Let's do that. Nobody's gonna get pissed about the jungle. Yeah, I'm waiting for the Dead Poet Society remake. Yeah, they're they're gonna remake Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, but it it turns out that this Jumanji like it, it almost was sold to us as a remake because it's it's a completely different idea. Yeah. And yet, it is not a remake. It is a direct sequel to the mm. original Jumanji. It's it, it picks up in in 1996 when they when they tried to get rid of the board game, like immediately where the first Jumanji left off. Yeah. And now I didn't think about it because when I originally went and saw Jumanji, the new one, about a month ago, like I didn't think about it, but and I hadn't watched the the old one in a while. Was anyway that the Old, the guy who was kind of the loner and stuff. Did any of that track back to the first one? Did anybody look at that as to whether any of the families or anything tracked back to the first one? I think... Did it take place in the same town? I think it was in the same town, yeah. I think it was supposed to be the same town. In the first Jumanji, they, at the end of the movie, they take the board game, they, they like tie some rocks to it and throw it in the creek. Yeah. And they some kids find it later on on a beach in what looks like some South American country, you know. I, yes. I, I assumed it like mm. made its way down to Costa Rica or something. I was watching it the other day, and it it almost looked like it was like Egypt or something like that. It was like ridiculous. Like yeah. I, I was like, "Is that Dubai? Is that Daryl? Did Daryl just find the, uh, <laughs> the board yeah. game?" Daryl is always digging up old board games and trying to get us to play them, and, yeah. and we always just say, "No, Daryl, we don't." Yeah. It would be fitting that one of Daryl's games get us trapped yeah. into a crazy I, I, adventure. I found this in the sand, guys. Let's play. Yeah. <laughs> um, just looking on Wikipedia, it does say that the first one is set in Brantford, New Hampshire, and the second one is also in Brantford, New Hampshire. So yeah. there we go. So the, so it just it just went down the creek and and yeah. kind of got stuck like because there's not there's not beaches in New Hampshire. So well, I always assumed that was like hundreds right. of years from now. That final scene in the first movie, it was just like a bit of a like. Um, Planet of the Apes type thing where it's like, oh, they kind of got rid of the board game, but in 300 years, it'll, it, it, it's just washed up somewhere and it starts again type thing. I, I didn't think that was meant to be like, they just threw it on the beach. Yeah. Cause in the beginning of the movie, the game had been buried for hundreds of years. You know, we had this yeah. flashback to colonial times, but, but now we know that it was, it was not, not some South American country. It was just some East coast New England place where uh, so somebody found it and brought it right back to Brantford, New Hampshire, um, where it transformed into a TurboGrafx-16. Yeah. So what are your, uh, I mean, thoughts in general on the original movie as far as, uh, like we said about how we feel with, with it being sort of a, a good movie, but nothing that we would overly defend as this kind of uh, beacon of our childhoods or any of that kind of stuff, but... Just in general, I mean, it was Robin Williams in kind of a uh, like kind of a, a middle role for him, I guess, because he he 
he tended to have either really silly mork for mork type roles or he had really serious roles like uh uh goodwill hunting and and um awakenings and those kind of things whereas this one he's kind of playing it straight in a sense but he was he was still quite funny um do you how do you where do you kind of put it on the on the pantheon of robert williams movies and he was he was coming right off of mrs doubtfire at the time yeah. right and and that was like everybody saw mrs doubtfire that was a, yeah. a massive hit yeah see that's like a, <laughs> yeah see that's like one of the silly funny all on all out comedic movies for him i yeah. guess but but it also had i mean it had the like like a, an undercurrent of of pretty serious family drama yeah underneath so it it um it kind of in a way, like lays the groundwork for the more serious acting that we're going to see him do later on. Yeah, I think like as far as the pantheon of Robin Williams, like it does come up pretty high in my like personal memory. Maybe not if I sat down and ranked the movies he was in, mm. but like if I'm a so if you're if you're if you say list off Robin Williams movies, like Doubtfire, Jumanji, Morning Vietnam, and yeah. Are probably the first couple that are coming out of off my head. But at the time, like everything, everything he was in was kind of a must see movie. Like yeah. everybody saw Hook. Yeah, um, Hook yeah. would be another yeah. one. <laughs> yes, thing. yes, we did. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, it's, I think a lot of us stuck around for uh, for Fern Gully. Then he then he was in Aladdin, where he just kind of like lit the world on fire as the genie in Aladdin. Like that was um, and yeah, then, and then followed That's... that up with with Toys, which. Some people are fans of toys, but then Mrs. Doubtfire right after that. Yeah. Yeah, he he had done a couple of serious things sort of in the late 80s, like obviously Good Morning Vietnam. He's he's. I mean, he's funny in that, but it's... It, it, he's The character that he's playing, whatever his name, is putting on that stuff. So it's not like, he's this wacky guy. It's like, well, no, that's what he does for his radio show. And then the rest of the movie is quite earnest. Um and I mean, Awakenings is brilliant. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but that's a that's a brilliant movie, um, with uh, him and uh, De Niro, mm. where he's the, um, the, the the psych doctor, and they're trying to bring these people out of their catatonic states. Like, I mean, that's that's a fantastic movie. Um, but I don't. I mean, he, he's completely serious in that. And um, like Fisher King is one of my favorites as well. Uh, in in general, but yeah, he's really good in that too because he gets to he gets to be serious and kind of do some real acting. But um, there's some wacky parts in it. But he's wacky because he's out of his mind, so <laughs> it kind of works. Again, it's not like oh, this person doesn't exist in real life, but you kind of believe it because he's he's completely out of his mind. Yeah, but when when Jumanji was coming out, they very early on released a picture of Robin Williams with a crazy beard. And it it broke the internet when there was just barely an internet to break, like everybody was just going nuts. You know, it was on because back then you'd watch like Entertainment Tonight to see shit like this, you know, and it would be on the cover of magazines and stuff like that. But everybody was like, "Why does Robin Williams have a beard?" Yeah, I don't remember I mean, that. But. I, speaking of that, how they used to kind of break stories for um movies and things i remember do you remember the movie um it was probably one of your favorites jared it's got mel gibson in it 
um, that Forever Young. <laughs> Do nope. you remember that movie? I remember where, that movie where, where, yeah. where he gets he he gets frozen, right? Like he's a he's a yeah. soldier who gets frozen or something. He's yeah, his girlfriend. Well, he thinks his girlfriend dies, and so he he volunteers for this. Um, well, she goes no, she she goes into a coma. And so he knows this scientist who can like freeze people and he's like, right, well freeze me for six months or whatever. And then I'll come out and, and there we go. But of course the whole building burns down and stuff. He ends up coming out like 30 years later or something, but nobody ever, nobody ever just dies in the tube, by the way. Like that's right. Yeah. (laughs) You'll get unfrozen. Um, Eventually you'll stay frozen. But spoilers at the end, he does kind of like age catches up with him. So he gets the whole Bilbo Baggins treatment and he's all old. Uh, but I remember there being a picture on one of the like gossip mags down here when I was a kid of like, what's happened to Mel Gibson? Like, look at him. Like, Dude, Even as kids, we were like, well, that's from a yeah. movie. Surely. This, this movie's called Forever Young. Why is he so old? Yeah. Like, what's going on? I was like, oh, dude. But they used to just flat out spoil movies in those magazines like down here. I remember like you would flick through some magazine. It would be like, Oh hey, um, Doc Brown doesn't go back in time with Marty, and the DeLorean gets destroyed. I'm like, fuck you! Like, <laughs> I was like, are you serious? Like, ah, oh. we've got pictures of the DeLorean being destroyed by a train. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like, this is what happens in the new movie. And you're like, exclusive. Oh. I was pissed off. So that was yeah, that annoyed me. But anyway, yeah, celebrity um, journalism's come a long way now. Now, now people just line up outside of a bathroom to take pictures of like women coming out. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> how far they've come. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, what other highlights would you have of the uh, the original in particular? I, I forgot. I went back and watched it, and I forgot David Allen Greer was even in it. Yeah, they, <laughs> he spends his whole movie getting his cop car slowly destroyed by animals, which is hilarious. And then I also forgot that uh, it was BB Newman who went on to play Lilith and Fraser was yeah, at the yeah. time. I think, yeah, she was probably already on Cheers at yeah. the time. Yeah, I think she was probably already on Fraser. Fraser, I feel like, was like 93, 92, 93 started. Yeah, Fraser. Hmm. That, that'd That's be good. Inc- she, she had to have been yeah. on Cheers. Yeah, she would have been on Cheers first, yeah. yeah. But, I, I don't know how big of a role she ever had. Yeah, Fraser started in 93, so they've been on for a while. Yeah. So, so like, those were things that stood out to me. Um, she was very good at screaming. Her her screams in Jumanji are, are rock solid. You can't say anything bad about those screams. Yeah, and then I remember, you probably thought like, oh, good, I get to do something other than just be like, hmm, yeah, it's very right. interesting. Like just the whole. Oh, oh yeah, she, she's playing against type. She's not she's not cast as this kind of aloof, dispassionate woman. She's she's very in the moment and very much screaming the whole time. Yeah. The, the other thing was young Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, it was which, it was it was Kirsten Dunst, which I didn't even I didn't even know. Like, oh, see, I I knew that. I I remembered her and Robin Williams being in it. Nobody nobody elbowed me when Spider Man came out or when Bring It On came out. It was like, hey, that girl, you know, she was the girl from Jumanji, the the pathological liar, older sister. I remember we had at the drive-in, as I was saying, <laughs> we had arguments over whether that's the girl from um, Interview with a Vampire or is that the girl from Jurassic Park. It's amazing oh, how many arguments and, and, and whoever interview with the vampire is the right one, right? Like, who, yeah. Who was the girl from Jurassic Park? She, I don't uh, know what some some girl. <laughs> it, it, it's amazing how many arguments we used to have until we got Google on our cell phones. <laughs> now we have phones. We can, we can look up Jurassic Park on the Internet Movie Database, and I can tell you right now, 
that uh, Lex was played by Ariana Richards, who uh, was also in Tremors. Um, <laughs> and uh, Jurassic Park, The Lost World. Or whatever. Yeah, and The Lost World. She, she was in Spaced Invaders. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> I don't know what we've got most recently. The 2013 TV movie Battle Dogs. Oh, that sounds like something that you'd rank very highly, Tim. I, yeah, Battle Dogs is, is clearly... <laughs> this does not quite look up my alley, even. It's, uh... <laughs> if I told you it was set in the DC Films universe, you'd be all if, over it. If Battle Dogs was, a, was an NES game, I would play the shit out of it. Even though it'd be crazy hard, it would... Oh, Battle Tides can oh, go fuck battle, itself. Battle <laughs> I, think, I think my vision problems today, the reason I need to wear contact lenses is that fucking game. I don't know if anyone did anyone ever get past that fucking oh was it like the motorbike yeah the, uh, the, the, the the turbo tunnel it was like the third level and it was yeah. impossible I got past it one time but I didn't actually finish the level I just like happened to hit a warp zone towards the end <laughs> and I don't know some people will tell you like oh yeah I beat that game you should just like punch him in the balls like there's yeah, something like, like, if you uh... fucking liar yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh it's funny though you guys were saying um, about David Allen Greer. Like he's actually—I've actually got him on my little list here of like lowlights for the movie. I just found Aww. like he gets more annoying as the movie goes on. By the end of it, I'm just like, oh man. But, but, but that's the, Dag. At the, at the time, at the time, David Allen Greer was on *In Living Color*, and mm. if you saw anybody from *In Living Color* on a movie, you'd be like, fuck yeah, this guy, <laughs> this guy matters. Like like every. Every single actor on that show was, you know, they were doing this this cutting edge comedy that was, you know, changing the game. Was it D- Damon Wayans, Home of the Clown? Yeah, well, Damon Wayans yeah. was like the funniest person alive yeah. at the time. Yeah. Homie, mm. don't pay that. So, yeah, so, so you go, you go watch Damon Wayans in, in Bulletproof with Adam Sandler and not yeah. laugh a single time. And yet... yeah, if I want to watch Damon Wayans, I'll put on um, Last Boy Scout. The, the biggest star on that on that cast was actually Jim Carrey. So. Yeah. Well, well, eventually, yeah. Well, no, no, no. that was right about the time. I mean, well, at the time, yeah, Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey was kind of breaking out, but I think like down the stretch, probably Jamie Fox became the biggest star. I yeah. mean, he's got a he's got an Oscar. Doesn't really mean much. Fucking Suicide Squad got a fucking Oscar. I, best, <laughs> a, best, a best actor Oscar means something. Yeah, it definitely means more than best fucking graphic. <laughs> best, it, it means best more than costume best design. Makeup. Yeah. <laughs> Fact that movie got nominated. Best, best Captain Boomerang in a movie. That's what it should be. <laughs> you, you, know what, you know what the fucking worst thing is? The goddamn producer of that film is our fucking Treasury Secretary. He's he's my favorite person in the administration right now. Just just because he's so unapologetically flaunts his wealth. Like he's got <laughs> he's got this super hot wife who wears like the the probably the most cruel fur coats that you could imagine. And and uh, just, he basically married Cruella Deville. Yeah, like. and but it's like but it's like a, like a, a very young, very hot Cruella Deville. Yeah, but but yeah, fucking Steve Mnuchin. It's and the the best part about Steve Mnuchin is that anytime he comes up on John Oliver, John Oliver has to praise how good Steve Mnuchin looks because he looks a lot like John Oliver. It's oh, really? <laughs> like it's like our undeniably handsome Secretary of the Treasury, Steve Mnuchin. <laughs> Who fucking poses with uncut sheets of hundred dollar bills? Yeah, fucking it's great. He like used a government jet to fly to uh, Fort Knox to watch the eclipse from the roof yeah. of Fort Knox. Yeah, nothing screams, "I'm a fucking it's... rich tool." 
than taking a private jet on taxpayer money to Fort fucking Knox to stand on the fucking roof to watch a goddamn eclipse. Like there are at least there, there are a couple of people who have like a terrible sick sense of humor about about what's going on in America who are actually like calling shots over there. And Mnuchin, I think, is one of those guys. <laughs> also uh, executive produced the Lego Batman movie. Well, he was. Oh, God damn it. Now you gotta, he was part of Rat Pack Entertainment, which also uh, Brett Ratner was involved with them. And, and, uh, and oh, so he has a habit been, of working with uh, sexual predators. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, there you go. He's, he, he works well with sexual predators, I guess. Um, but I think that whole that whole group is now kind of cut out because uh, Gal Gadot said, "I'm not going to do Wonder Woman two if, you, if yeah. you bring these guys back." Yeah, yeah. She just flat out said, "Oh man, you're in Zeno, I'm out." And they she, went. She whipped her giant right. cock out and went, "Fuck you <laughs> <Yeah>. guys." <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> there's like, there's mine bigger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a mushroom shaped welt on uh, Ratner's face forever. Yep. <laughs> well, other lowlights. Uh, like <laughs> while we're on on the current administration, how that happened, Brett Ratner. <laughs> yeah. I do find that the, the CGI in this, some of it is like in in the first Jumanji is like really bad. It was um, groundbreaking at the time. Yeah, it, it, and uh, it's, it's no. I know what people will say because I know people will message me and shit and be like, "But Grieg, it was 1995, man," and we're like, "Yeah, but Jurassic Park was 1993." And Terminator 2 was 1991, so... And by comparable budgets? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, it doesn't have the budget of those movies. But... I don't know, just the monkeys and shit. Like, most of it's good, but the monkeys and shit is like, that's pretty bad. When when they use the CGI to have, like, an animal running by, you know, when it's not like a... A clear shot. Like like a close-up of those awful-looking monkeys. The monkeys were particularly bad. They did a much better job with the elephants and rhinos and stuff like that, and a couple of them, like the crocodile, were practical effects. Yeah, like I can I can look past you know fake yeah. lion puppets and things like that because you're like, no, no, what do you want? That's fine. I don't care. I'd much rather have a shit looking puppet than shit CGI because it's like, if you've done all the CGI and it still looks shitty, just get a puppet and go. Well, yeah, it looks shit because it's a puppet. There were, right, a couple, there were a couple of moments <laughs> where they, they showed you close-ups of these monkeys doing things like riding a motorcycle or whatever. They clearly were very proud of the CGI on those monkeys, and it was not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like like the, the lion. The lion was kind of charming, actually. Yeah. I wonder if those, those CGI people um, worked on Steppenwolf. Because that's, oh. that's, that's a real possibility. We're <laughs> going out of our way to shit on DC movies. I, I, I don't think their talent was degraded that much. I mean, yeah. they're probably still doing good work somewhere. <laughs> uh, I like Justice League, but yeah. I still don't get that. I'm really eager to see it again now because now I really want to check out the whole mustache thing because like people are just tearing that thing a new ass. It's it's like, not oh, as bad. It's not as bad as the internet says. You, you, I think you, you know what's you, funny? His his top lip almost makes it look like he's got his lips are an asshole. So it's pretty close. <laughs> but I honestly, like we said when we did our show, it was like I I didn't really notice it. No, like, I, there's I don't a th- couple of scenes where it was like, oh okay, that's this might be one of them. But yeah. I've seen like screenshots and things like that where people were like, oh look at this. And it's like. Screenshots. Dude, is that, is that, is that real? You, anytime you do a still frame of a movie, it looks kind of weird. Anyway, it, it's it's no. not like I don't know. I've seen a lot of Black Panther screen 
screenshots and uh, nothing looks pretty bad there. So and Black uh, Panther is gonna, it's yeah, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna that, blow it. Well, and, and it's already outsold uh, Batman versus Superman in, in pre-sale tickets. It's already outsold every superhero movie. Well, Batman versus Superman Chasing. was the was the oh. I think uh, the 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 movie, not just superhero movie, but the movie that had the most uh, pre-sale tickets ever. And and Black Panther has now eclipsed the. Yeah, so it'll actually go. To, the record will actually go to a good movie. That'll be good. I, <laughs> We're gonna, we've got to reserve judgment. I mean, I, like I, everything I've seen about, about Black Panther seems to indicate that it's going to be pretty fucking yeah. great. I, I haven't but, even seen a review that hints that it yeah. may be disappointing. Like everybody's like, "Oh no, it blew away expectations. It, it was incredible." Oh yeah, they did. They already did uh, screen it. Yeah, they uh, they had the premiere. Yeah, has the have the embargoes been lifted on reviews or is not? It, not the full embargoes, yeah. but the, the social media they can talk about it. They can say amazing. You know, they can't review yeah. it, review it, but. You can give it a you know two thumbs up. Yeah. So. But yeah, they they also said Civil War was good, so we'll just have to wait to see. Oh fuck you, Tim. Civil War yeah. was awesome, and <laughs> Civil War nearly ruined the entire Marvel universe. Uh, Tim, see this is Tim's. See weakness. that's the, that's the difference. There's a Marvel universe to ruin. DC oh. doesn't have one. You can't ruin we, it. You can't ruin what's talk. already decimated. I, I mean, it's true. Well, the I think the, the the number one biggest problem with Justice League is they fucking made that movie in a year and a half. They they rushed that shit like nobody's business. Like you can't. Yeah, that was the fucking problem. With you it. can't. Well, you can't. You can't make a movie on that on that short of notice. If it had had another year to breathe, like it would have been a better movie. They had been planning it for how many years? Not not as not that long. Not compared to from the like time the, they shot Batman versus Superman. They knew they were headed to Justice League. They didn't have a they yes, didn't have a they, script for Justice League until until around the time that they like released Batman versus Superman. That was when they signed up Chris Terrio to do the script and stuff like that. It was But they knew where they were going. They should have had better outlines. Yeah. Anyway, we're rehashing an old on funny nerd tangent now cuz uh, yeah. Tim yeah. is I'm not making excuses for 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 Justice League, but I like there's I, I still I'll, I'll, I'll never understand the the love for Civil War. Well, when we get to our uh, if we if we do a uh, Infinity War lead up preview uh, show or something like that, yeah, we'll we'll bring some other people on to tell you why you're wrong. Yeah, but yeah, I'll I'll listen to them, but I'm not sure I'll be convinced. It's just we'll get Yoshi. We'll bring Yoshi on, and and, and we'll just let Yoshi yell at you for a little bit about why yeah. you're incredibly wrong. I'll get Yoshi I'll, I'll, on. We'll get Stacy and not going to hear Yoshi over the over the crunch of my tacos. So <laughs> we should actually just while we mentioned Stacy real quick, <laughs> we'll just give Stacy, um, who's been on the show a couple of times uh, at Little Sherby, we'll just give her a shout out because she got royally shit on this weekend because uh, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan and um, who's the guy that plays Daryl on The Walking Dead? Oh, um, um, Norman Reedus. Yeah, yeah, him. So Norman Reedus and 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 Jeffrey Morgan, they uh, were meant to at this walker stalker con they call it in sydney this weekend and uh yeah on wednesday i think it was we're recording this at my time this is a saturday and uh on the wednesday i think they pulled out and said yeah we can't make it and uh yeah so a bit of a commiserations to stacy there because she had booked accommodation to go oh. from essentially melbourne to sydney for the weekend and bought tickets and all this kind of stuff i mean and then what's even so, yeah. worse is like Facebook, they still had their ads running on Facebook about Jeffrey Dean Morgan being there. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that's, I mean, I understand it. apparently there's like legit reasons why they had to pull out. They didn't just be like, fuck you guys, but it's still pretty shitty. Like, but, uh, so. F fuck that show. 
Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> so my, now, my if take. You didn't hate, if you didn't hate Negan already, yeah. which you shouldn't because he's the fucking hero of that whole thing. But anyway, um, <laughs> now, now you might have more reason. But yeah, this is a shout out to Stacey because, yeah, yeah we, I know what that's like where you're like, oh, no, someone's you know, left the uh, the con that you're planning to go to. And if yeah, you've spent money, um, I mean, she'll get refunds for the for the show and stuff like that, but not for a flight, not, not for her accommodation. The, yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, back but to... We'll, we'll, we'll shit on Jeffrey Dean Morgan when we do the uh, Rampage unfunny nerd tangent. Oh, is he in that? I oh, and, that. and you, could, you could tell already that he's going to be terrible in that. Oh, in, in, in that movie, that's going to be terrible. <laughs> I don't know. He's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he is awesome. He was so we good. Do a he was so good in Grey's Anatomy. Oh, uh, we need to do a Watchmen show and then just be like. He was yeah. also very good in Watchmen, and it's 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 hard to praise his Watchmen performance now in the in the whole because uh, his character is just a despicable human being. But he's oh yeah, his character is a terrible person, but yeah, he's very good as the comedian. So especially if you read it, he's like spot on. Yeah. Um, so having said all that. <laughs> with Jumanji, the, if we sort of wrap up on the, on the classic uh, Robin Williams movie, oh, we should uh, talk. We should talk about uh, Bonnie Hunt for like two seconds because uh, it turns out that Bonnie Hunt is a voice in like every Disney movie now. Yeah, she's in. Uh, she's Sally in Cars, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. She's uh, in in, uh, in listener favorite film Zootopia. She's Judy Hopps's mom. <laughs> there you go. She has a really good little part in Green Mile as well. Which is um, another brilliant movie, but her part is just sort of the wife of Tom Hanks. But it, there's a couple of scenes in that where sort of almost critical plot points kind of hinge on her talking to Tom Hanks, and yeah, she does a good job. So yeah, I did I did like her in the original Jumanji as well, where she's just kind of got the post-traumatic stress or whatever it is from from shit when she was a kid of like, I saw this kid get sucked into a game and no one yeah. believes me. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I murdered him or something. It's like, yeah, <laughs> or whatever it was. That... The weirdest thing about, about the original Jumanji is that in the end, like they, they do this whole time travel thing. They go back in time 25 mm. years and then they, they manage to somehow like become functional adults. It helps that, Robin Williams, I guess, is is really rich. Yeah, like, yeah, and then they the weird thing is they track down the parents of the kids. Yeah, they, like, they, they track down the kids to make sure that like the parents don't take their trip to Canada where they're inevitably going to be killed in yeah. a car accident. Yeah, it's, which I'm sure they they stole from the ending of Masters of the Universe. By the way, <laughs> That's, yeah, Masters of the Universe <laughs> is the most important time travel movie ever made. It is. Courtney Cox just takes the keys and. Fucks yeah. off and like, see you later. Runs into <laughs> Lieutenant Paris from Star Trek Voyager. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. The, the whole I, there was a few movies like that in a in a good ten year period where it was all kind of like, oh look, we've ended up back in before and we can avoid the tragedy. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> I know Back to the Future did it. I, I think that that whole movie was written to be like a time travel movie, and then they just kind of fucking threw in He Man and Skeletor at the last minute. Yeah, pretty much. Have you heard about the sequel for that? They were like, okay, this is going to be massive, so let's start on a sequel. And then, of course, it it wasn't. A, it was like a flop at the at the cinema, and, and nobody was going to see <laughs> Masters of the Universe. And they were like, right, can it? Can it? We're not doing number two. And uh, they ended up 
morphing the masters of the universe to script into cyborg with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, all right. So I don't know which movie would have been, I think I might, I think I would have preferred masters of the universe too, to be honest. So, (laughs) but talking about sequels, were you ever interested in a Jumanji sequel when, around the time that the original Jumanji had come out. Not really. Yeah, it was it was kind of a, a nicely self-contained thing. It, it, it kind of, it leaves you a, a lot to think about there at the end. Um, you you kind of, you, you chew on that movie, you think about what would happen if, to you, if you ever got stuck in a game like that. I'd um, die. I mean, let's face it. You know, the one <laughs> thing that Jumanji never gives us is is the concept of death. Like, like, we have many characters coming close to death in both the old and new Jumanji. We don't know if death is permanent or if death goes away once the game ends. Like, like you, if you die while playing Jumanji, is that just sort of like if you lose all your money in Monopoly and, mm. you, and you're out? Like, do you come back to life when the game is over or are you just gone? Yeah, because nobody... Yeah, which which I thought they might have done something. I don't want to skip ahead too much, but I thought they might have meant done something like that with the, the new one. Like I thought, oh, someone's going to die like full good. Uh, and then I guess, oh, it's all fine. We fixed everything. But uh, yeah, it is. I guess they couldn't really do it because it is still kind of a, a kid's family movie at heart. So I guess they weren't going to have like, I don't know, David Allen Greer gets stung by 50 massive I'm pretty pretty sure there was a I'm pretty sure there was a line in the new movie where if you die in the game you die in real life was the stakes I I thought I felt like they didn't they didn't know that for sure but they were kind of operating on that assumption I I thought something like like Nick Jonas was pretty sure that if he died in the game he was going to die in real life yeah I think the assumption was like well we will die if we die but then if the game is then completed by somebody else and they're so like the rock saves the day. Yeah. We fix it. Do, do they all come back to life? Uh, I think that they would all be dead, like dead, dead forever. If they all failed in the game, it would kind of be like, well, that's it. But if somebody succeeds, I guess they kind of get that do over yeah. or like make a wish, whatever. But also it kind of seems like the, the game has its own agenda and it's very powerful in getting, a new group of people to play the game. Like that's, that's what, what it's all about. And if they, if they die in the game, then does somebody else just get to come play? Yeah, it does kind of, it's weird. They don't do much of it with, in the first movie, but I noticed if, if we get onto the, the new movie now, which is what Jumanji, welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the, uh, they really could have just called it Jumanji too. We, We've got fun and games. That's yeah. what they. Why did they not? <laughs> I mean, they should. They really, should have. They should have also said, "We've got fun and games." That's right. Because we, we got fun and games. They kind of do. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we've got fun and video games. Um, like it's, it's almost like a bit of a like the One Ring, Lord of the Rings kind of thing. Like, oh, what's this game? Oh, I'm gonna play it. Like it kind of has this. That's what I felt like. They sort of weren't too interested in it, but it kind of drew them in. Like, oh, all right. Like, it's not like, you know, like the one ring will talk to Gollum and Frodo and whoever else and Boromir and stuff and sort of, hey, come on, take me and we'll go off together and this kind of thing. Like, it's 
it's seducing people in a sense. Like, so I have a feeling like that's kind of what almost like the idea behind Jumanji is in a sense, but they never really elaborate on that. Hmm. I, I felt like in the new Jumanji, everybody had a little bit of a motivation to play the game. Like you got the, um, you know, Fridge, the football player guy, he, he just doesn't want to do the work he's supposed to do at detention. So he's, he's looking for any kind of a distraction. I, I felt like the, the, the main guy, Spencer, which was a, it was a terrible choice to name the rock Spencer in this movie. Given given that that's his fucking character's name in Ballers. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Spencer Strasmore. Yeah, Spencer Strasmore. Like, 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 like oh, you can't okay. you can't just call the Rock Spencer. Like, give him like uh, name him literally anything else. I'm pretty sure they started work on this before Ballers hit the air. Really? Or because I, I was just looking. I think they started work on it back in 2015. I wouldn't be surprised if the script was written, but they they could have changed the name. I mean, Ballers has been. You think they started photography on it? All that? Maybe. I don't know. It's in its third they, Well, season? yeah, I, I guess they, they said they didn't start filming until 2016. Yeah, Ballers was on TV by then. They could have they called him something different. He could have... Yeah, but I don't think they were worried about enough people watching Ballers that uh, it seemed odd. I guess. <laughs> um, I guess you could always get that casual fan of being like, look, he's Spencer in this as well. Yeah, space me up. <laughs> <laughs> like it must go. be it's the new universe it's the ball of jumanji crossover people like me who don't like wrestling but but love the rock it's, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> i shouldn't say i don't like I, I i enjoy wrestling just fine i just don't follow it yeah you're, mm. it's not yeah. like you're not going to yeah. wwe it's, raw not, in a couple of weeks like, i am going to raw in a couple of weeks i had to go get my tickets for that <laughs> to go pick you're not only going to raw you're going to raw and smackdown going to raw and smackdown that's true wow <laughs> But the uh, the new movie, I mean, I I was like you guys when they announced. It. I was like, eh, really? And I think deep down, I think you nailed it, Jared. I think it might be a bit of subconscious, like, ah, oh, Rob Williams, uh, that's his thing, and that you know, which I didn't notice at the time, but I think that might have been in the back of my mind. Uh, but when I saw the trailers for the new film, I thought, oh, that looks all right, actually. Yeah. And I mean, anything these days with the Rock is probably worth a watch i mean like we said rampage for fuck's sake like looks pretty cool (laughs) it's it's funny because like a a while ago they announced that the rock was going to make a movie for disney based on the disney jungle cruise ride at disneyland so when i first saw the trailer for jumanji i was like oh it's the jungle cruise movie and it's like Mm. no no this is jumanji and then i saw the trailer for rampage and it's like oh this is the jungle cruise movie and it turns out that no this is just a different thing with the rock and some animals yeah, and like I saw the trailer and went, God damn it! It's rocking Kevin Hart. You know I'm gonna go fucking see this. You know you fucking got me because Central Central Intelligence was great, and then those yeah. two just constantly post shit on Instagram and Twitter about them going off backstage and playing pranks on each other. And God damn it, the chemistry between those two is so fun. I gotta fucking watch it. I mean, I'm not I'm not a big fan of Kevin Hart, but. Him and The Rock together are great. Um, you go on how they day. How, how they haven't somehow like worked their way into doing a Twins reboot, I don't know. Oh, but man. that <laughs> like, oh, it's perfect. See that it's than, perfect. That that is. Yeah. It's, Has anybody tweeted this at The Rock? Yeah. Do we do we need to tweet Rock and Kevin Hart from the Unfriendly Nerdtangent account? Hey guys, have you thought about well, doing a movie Twins? Yeah, because I mean that would be great because you've got the rock who is sort of the modern day um 
Schwarzenegger. Arnold, in a sense. Yeah. And Kevin Hart is just this little funny dude, which, I mean, he's not anything like Danny DeVito, but, I mean, they just need a little guy. So, all right, well, <laughs> it's, it's him or um, Dinklage. You know, one. Oh, one. my oh, God. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't think that they actually could get the framing right of Rock and Dinklage. Like, no. it's just too much for the camera. I mean, I would much prefer that, but I mean, then do you have to sort of throw in some extra lines of dialogue as to why, like, The Rock is kind of black Samoan and Dinklage is just like a little white dude? But who cares? <laughs> if you can believe that Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito are test tube brothers, then fuck it, all bets are off. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's something we need to do. We need to get on that and be like, come on, twins. Uh, but. Yeah, so, I mean, Kevin Hart, he's all right. I don't dislike him, but I, I wouldn't sort of rush to see really anything else he's in as far as like, oh, I've got to see the new Kevin Hart thing. But him and The Rock are great together. And Jack Black in the trailer, I think, really sold it for me because I was yeah. like, oh, Jack Black's in it as well. I was like, oh, hang on a minute. He's not just, it's not Tenacious D. He's like, uh, he's like playing this millennial sort of vapid high school chick. That looks like Jack Black. Like that, that could be pretty funny. And, yeah, you don't yeah. always know anymore what you're gonna get with Jack Black in in these kind of weird and sometimes unnecessary movies, especially. But every once in a while, he's great. Yeah. Have you guys seen the Goosebumps movie? No, but yeah. I've heard good things. It's it's surprisingly good, and I'm not. I, I wasn't even a big reader of, of this book. I think I actually saw like half of it. That like Sam had it on one night, and I watched the rest of it with her. I, I keep telling Brian to watch it because Brian, for whatever reason, I, I know that he would love it and he's never going to watch it because he never stops working. Yeah. We, as we know, Brian is allergic to fun. Yeah. Yes. And one day we will get Brian on the show and we'll fucking force him to watch Goonies. <laughs> oh, that's an episode. Which I found that's... out the other day that my own wife has not even seen Goonies and I was just like... Throw don't, this ring in the trash. Don't you? Like, <laughs> how? It, it happens to me all the time that I find out that my wife has not seen a, a, a very important movie and it's, and it's, like it's Die Hard. Earth shattering. I, uh, I don't, you know, I don't know if she's seen Die Hard because I watched it by Ooh. myself. I, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't divorce her over Die Hard. I don't have a, I don't have a legal leg to stand on in that uh, argument, but she hadn't seen. Um, the Star Wars movies when we started dating and we fixed that pretty quickly but then later on it was like she hadn't seen Indiana Jones no. how did you marry this woman well it's you know it's, what it's, was your thought process it's, man we, we originally like we, we kind of like originally like bonded over some movies um, like we were watching like the, the good movies that were coming out at the time like she was she was really into um, Almost Famous and I had like the the extended edition of that on DVD that she had never seen before. God damn it! You with the fucking extended director. It's there was, it was it's a moment that is. God if I could if I could like just recommend to our listeners like collect every movie you can because you never know when uh, you know when you're gonna need this shit. God damn it, Tim. Yeah. Every fucking movie. Well, you got the special extended edition and the director's cut. It makes it so much better. That's right. You know, it it doesn't. It, they usually do. Which ones, which ones do I'm, with, so, I'm with you on this one, Tim. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, I find the director's cut or whatever is is usually better. It's it's one of the. I don't think that fundamentally it makes a huge difference in Almost Famous, but when no. you 
when you are in college and you're talking to a girl and she's like, my favorite movie is almost famous. And you can be like, hey, did you know that Cameron Crowe released a director's cut extended edition of Almost Famous, but he called it Untitled. It's like, like that is like the most like college thing you could say. <laughs> and it works. Just panties hit the floor. Yep. That's, that's, uh, yeah. that's fucking incredible. It's, yeah. Tim's dad. That was your go-to move, wasn't it? it? That was, no, it wasn't. It wasn't even a, um, it wasn't a move that I expected hey, to hey, work. It hey, just, yeah. Have, have you watched the director's cut of Almost Famous? I got it back in my dorm room. Just, just come on back. Yeah, I liked. I'm, I'm, I'm almost Tim famous. Tim directors until, cuts uh, and chills. Until, yeah, that's right. So, what's your initial thoughts after seeing the, uh, actually seeing the new Jumanji? We spoke about the trailer, and that sort of got us on board. But I yeah. was really impressed. Like, I had way more fun at that movie than I expected. Like, we kind of went. I got the new the movie pass thing, so I can go see a movie every day. And not pay anything for it, like other than the initial movie pass fee. So Sam and I just decided, eh, we'll go see Jumanji. And like, I would have paid to see that. That was actually a good movie. Yeah, I, I at the, my wife is a big fan of the original Jumanji because she's a little bit younger than me. She's like four years younger than me, so she, Great you know, was sort of <laughs> yeah. So she, um, she would have been about I don't know eleven or twelve when it came out. So she's probably in that perfect age for it, I guess. So she was like, oh, and she loves The Rock. Like, it's just, yeah. If, if The Rock turned up to my house, it was just like, hey, I think I'll be taking your woman now. I'd be like, bye. I just have to like wave as, as she leaves with him. I'd just be like, can you get me good tickets to WrestleMania? Yeah, it's like, can I carry your bags? <laughs> it's, I'll just be like, no, you're, <laughs> I got Kevin Hart for that. You can... That's, yeah, I'd be stuck with him, yeah, carrying him like Yoda. He'd be Yoda on my shoulders. Um, so, yeah, my wife definitely smells what The Rock is cooking. But uh, so she was like, oh, new Jumanji movie, great. And then <laughs> we had some free passes as well to go to the movies. And she's like, let's go to the movies. I'm like, all right. And she's like, you've already seen Last Jedi, haven't you? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I had to for, for work. Yeah, like, but I'll see it again, so maybe I'll like it this time. Uh, oh, and she's like, yeah. "All right, well, we'll we'll go to the movies." Um, and then we got there, and it was like, "Actually, can we see Jumanji?" And I was like, "Oh, now I kind of want to watch Star Wars again." <laughs> but anyway, we went and saw Jumanji. So, uh, and of course, yeah, I, I I probably didn't like it as much as I thought I would based on the trailers, but I did enjoy it. But I I don't know, maybe. I probably thought it was going to be like a nothing movie. And then we saw the trailers and I went, Oh, actually that looks all right. Yeah. Let's go see it. And then we saw it and I was like, well, okay. I wouldn't like rave. I mean, it was good, but I wouldn't rave about it or anything. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't like rave about it, but I thought it was an enjoyable comedy movie. Like it's so hard hmm. to find good comedy movies now. Yeah. Like I, I thought this was one of the more enjoyable ones and it was kind of a surprise. I had fairly low expectations and kind of just went because it's something to go watch and it looks and I like Kevin Hart and The Rock, mm. but it exceeded my expectations. I thought it was, it it was a better. It, it didn't try to redo what the last one, what the first one did. So I wasn't upset about what they did. Like I didn't feel like it ruined anything. I felt like it was a, a modern adaption of it, and 
I was okay. I was okay with it. And you know, Tim was asking me yesterday if I'd go see it with him again. And had timing worked, I would have. Well, so you have the movie yeah, pass, I, so it wouldn't have cost you anything. Yeah, but I would have given. I yeah. would have given up sleep, and yeah. like relaxing and playing video games to go do that. So. Yeah. I I feel yeah it does work more like as a comedy it works pretty well but it's more of the action movie side of things that kind of um, lets it down a little bit I don't know not that it's like got bad action in it or anything like that but yeah if you ask me like it, if you had to say which is it I'd say oh it's a comedy yeah, yeah the, the action's middle of the road it's more it's it's a pretty good adventure. The action is okay, and the comedy is great. Yeah. Uh, how does it work for you now? Like we kind of mentioned it before a little bit, but now that we're actually into the movie itself, how does it work for you guys in the sense that they've modernized Jumanji as, okay, it's not a board game anymore because who, who's going to play a board game, but now it's a video game. I thought that was a pretty cool twist. Like, we knew it was happening from the previews, but I thought that was a reasonable way to make it make sense now. Like, yeah, no kids or high school kids now are going to sit down and play a board game. You know, why why not make it a video game? And even though they made it an old system, like, oh, this is cool. We'll play old, this. Old yeah. school, like 16-bit. Yeah. Uh, mm. Well, I guess by, See, by I, 96, we had Nintendo 64 yeah, and I think did we? was we came out PlayStation out. Yeah. Was PlayStation out? I, I don't know. Do you guys find that Sony's product placement in their own movies is really distracting? Oh yeah, it's full on. <laughs> the, the kid with all the, the 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 posters for Uncharted and The Last Guardian and all like every PlayStation game in his room. And, and yeah, everybody's got like a everybody has a Sony phone, which zero people have in real life, and everybody has like Sony headsets and stuff like that. Like, I'll just check my email and they yeah. lift up the laptop thing and you see the little Sony logo wow. and shit. Yeah. It's going to be... Yeah. The only movies that are worse as far as, look at this stuff, like uh, product placement oh, yeah. that, uh, movies that are worse than uh, Transformers <laughs> uh, are just random Sony movies. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I... I thought it, it, it was weird. I thought it would be good when they said, oh, um, it's not a board game anymore. It's a uh, it's a video game. And I'm like, oh, of course it is. Because it's, well, last year, it's 2017. Uh, but then in the movie, it's 1996. So it's like, mm, okay. Like, I guess kids will be playing more video games than, than board games. But I, I feel that the whole video game thing would have really worked more if it was set now but then i guess they want to do that we quit playing board games in the 80s and we haven't we haven't picked it up since except for except for settlers which like you know when the settlers movie comes out it's gonna be awesome yeah you know a special you know expansion pack cards against humanity i don't know (laughs) cards against humanity the movie will also be great yeah um but like i think it made sense to use an older system just because they'd be more curious about it like if you went with jumanji for like xbox one like like, yeah. I've never heard of this shit. Throw the disc out. Like, it, it, it's cooler when you have like the cartridge and the system and yeah, all that. What was what was less believable is that they were all in detention for their behavior because in in real high school the only reason kids get detention is for being tardy. <laughs> Every <laughs> there's dozens the and blank. dozens of kids like like oh why are you here uh, tardies 
So yeah. why are you here? Also tardies. And don't forget, you could not use kids now as actual like laborers to clean out the basement because yeah. you get in trouble because they're not supposed to be doing physical ex- labor. Oh, For it's not slave labor. They're supposed to sit there and do their homework or some bullshit like one that. One kid would get poked with a staple and get fucking tetanus. Yeah. And and yeah, you would you it would be your ass principal. What's your face? My gluten-free yeah. child cannot be near all that yeah. dust and rat, tur- rat turds. Those yeah, rat turds are not gluten-free. That's true. There's, there's, there's rat shit all up in your TurboGrafx-16. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, let's let's talk about the man himself, and that would be The Rock. Uh, I would just like to mention that um, anyone in Australia that is either listening to this or went to see uh, Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle will be like, hang on a minute, that sounds familiar because uh, remember that movie The Rundown? Oh, yeah. Oh, was that with, with, uh, sure. was that with yeah, Sean William too. Scott? Yeah. And, 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 the Rock. Uh, and Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, and uh, who's, who's your girl, Tim? Wait, no, she was in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in oh, that with man. Walken as well. That's, see that movie, that movie was Walken may be having an interesting week speaking of yeah. Walken yeah oh. yeah I told you the only type of wood that doesn't float that's <laughs> for real um, but yeah so that movie The Rundown that's what it's called over there down here it's called Welcome to the Jungle oh jeez so there'll be people that'll go great I'm going to buy Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle when it comes out on Blu-ray I'm going to put it right next to Welcome to the Jungle oh my god <laughs> it'll be like one of those you could have it like a weird sort of stutter on your DVD shelf and be like it's, it's Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle Welcome to the Jungle and then whatever else I thought else. this movie had a black guy where's Kevin Hart yeah Fast 27 or whatever other rock movies but yeah so I just thought that was interesting um and they probably they wanted to just, call it "Welcome to the Jungle" in the U.S. and like, and Axl Rose was like, "No, you can't, you you, yeah. you can't." Like, Jumanji, that's cool with me, man. I, I love Robin Williams and all that shit, but but this this other shit with Sean William Scott, no, that not. That's right. It's like, no, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, I do think The Rock does also seem to be the guy that studios and and whoever else making these movies now they do seem to be like okay we're going to try and inject some new life into some old franchise or one that's not quite working as well as we thought it was well haven't the studios nicknamed him franchise viagra yeah because there's this so like how will we get people to accept you you know that franchise viagra is just code for a big johnson and fake fake He's a pretty big Johnson. He's a pretty, pretty big Johnson. He's, yeah. <laughs> He's life size. <laughs> Biggest Johnson I know. That's it. And because, um, I mean, obviously there's Jumanji, Fast and Furious, which, you know, I haven't seen, but you guys did the show on, on Fast and Furious, and it, yeah, it does and, seem like. Well, and, and The, the Rock really, he did take it up a notch when he joined that franchise. Yep. Hmm. They, it was, they it threw was in, a good, the, in a good place, but he like he gave it a little something. Daddy's got to go to work. Yeah, they uh, they this is with varying success, but they did throw him into the GI Joe sequel. Which yeah, from, the part that backfired know. is they killed Channing Tatum too quick. Yeah, like they, they thought, oh, we got <laughs> the Rock, we can get rid of Channing Tatum. 
Nope, no, no, you can. And uh, more than likely, Tim, he's going to probably turn up in Suicide Squad too. No. So, oh, he, well, he's he's uh, they, they got him to play this Black Adam character, which he has been acting like he's really excited about, which. I think that's one thing The Rock does really well is pretends to be excited about things that he's not excited about. Or that, yeah, like he was like, excited about it five years ago. Who's excited about playing Black Adam? Like, if, like why, why the fuck didn't they make him Shazam? I don't understand. He turned down Shazam. Is that right? Like, why didn't he, they make, he specifically did, requested to be Black Adam. Oh. Why didn't yeah. they make him Lex Luthor? That would have been awesome. Oh, like, no. He, no. Oh, you that would have been great. Like was, full evil. He, I mean, rock. like he, he is Lex he's he is bald. No, but like Lex Luthor as well is meant to be like this he's like Bruce Wayne. He's like the pinnacle of human yeah. fitness and strength and everything like that. And that's his whole beef with Superman is because he's worked his whole life to be, you know, two percent body fat and strong and agility and all this. And his two beefs are that he doesn't have hair. Because it ruins his perfect image of, of a of a man type thing, and the fact that Superman gets up in the morning and he's Superman, he's never had to work a day in his life, and he's the most powerful person in the world. The Lex Luthor uh, in so Superman the animated the series, point, the kind of the kind of like like uh, darker skinned Lex Luthor looks a little bit like The Rock. Oh yeah, he does. Look Voiced yeah. by Clancy Brown. He's great, Clancy Brown. He's but so yeah, uh, I think someone like that, like The Rock, he would have been good as as Luthor, I think. But yeah, but anyway, I, he does seem to be the guy that they throw into these franchises, and I'm, I'm honestly surprised that the Transformers people haven't hurled huge money at him um, they, to they... try and <laughs> fix their thing, especially when you look back and, uh, like, historically, G.I. Joe has always kind of had a, a loose affiliation with Transformers, so they could kind of they could easily do that if they were looking for something, but... Yeah. They, they, I don't know if even The Rock could fix Transformers. They, 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 tried, they, they, made... tried, they tried to use Mark Wahlberg. Hey, hey Rock, how, how you doing? <laughs> I think we found a Transformer. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Bumblebee. You, you're big, you're strong. You, yeah, yeah. So how do you mother for me? Yeah, hey, Rock, yeah. How do you mom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need a Marky Mark. Unfunny nerd tangent. That'd be great. Yeah, I can't. I can't watch so many of those movies. I, I can't. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, you can't make me watch the happening, Greg. I'm not going to do it. What? No. Oh, you were doing that anyways. <laughs> you didn't realize we were going to do an M Night Shyamalan pod. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's, it's coming. Home for that one. I, but no, we no, caught it. We did the three. We did the two. But yeah, oh, yeah. there's more coming. There's more coming, Tim. Oh man. Hmm. But uh, yeah, it's so. It is funny that they sort of go, uh, we need someone to to give us a bit of credibility, for lack of a better word, for this this new movie type thing. And then so they threw The Rock in. But I, I found he was good in this. Uh, but I, I do think he was at his best when he was kind of in, uh, like, video game character mode. Like, I didn't, if that makes sense, like, I didn't yeah. completely buy him as the as the kid. Like, when he's acting as the, as the, the nerdy kid in The Rock's body, I kind of like, eh. I, I liked I liked that yeah. he at least made an attempt at it. I, yeah. I felt like I I liked seeing The Rock try to act against type. Um, I I thought it was he was successful enough at it. I, I I bought him having the the vulnerability of an of an awkward teenage nerd. Yeah, 
Because I think it's because every morning I wake up and I'm an awkward teenage nerd trapped in a body the size of the rock. Not the shape of the rock. Let me be very clear. Yeah, like yeah. like uh, the same. Yeah. I could be like, well, I weigh as much as the yeah. rock. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. The scale may have the same numbers. It's proportioned yeah. a little different, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I can, can lift an action figure eyebrow. of the rock. Like <laughs> <laughs> I can lift some actual rocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the force is not about lifting rocks. Remember. Oh. <laughs> Except at the end of that movie, it is totally about lifting rocks. But anyway, um, yeah, I find that. The, to me, the best thing in the rock about the rock in this movie was the whole like continued joke about the smoldering intensity. That was yeah, I don't yeah. know that that got a laugh out of me like every time. The, yeah. the music would kind of come like come in and yeah. he'd say something important to the story. I mean, if if nothing else, it gave him a chance to do that quick sort of like WWE head whip and do his sort of classic rock face in a sense yeah. of yeah. like. Someone's music has kicked in and he does the quick look to the Titan Tron, you know, that that sort of like, who the fuck is this? That it's it, it was that kind of classic rock. I'm like, there he is. Yeah. Oh, he, no, he opens they... he opens with the eyebrow. He just leads yeah. with that. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was cool. It, it, this is a this is a movie like I, I I feel like I've criticized some other movies. I remember like knocking dogma in our Kevin Smith ratings because it was too like wink wink nudge nudge. But this is a movie where it just works. Yeah, th- it, this is a movie where you want the wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, like, every it's, every, it's every not wink, every nudge. Too. Like it's like it's like oh, oh yeah, this is this is a video game thing. This guy's a non-player character, so we can only say like three yeah. different things. Like yeah, okay. Because if they tried not to do that stuff, it didn't seem where it's like oh that was so like so obvious what they were doing, and they didn't even call through it. Like this movie needed it because it's a comedy. The way yeah, it, is, it, it just it's 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 uh, right away you get the sense that it's going to be just completely silly. As, as soon as they get into the video game, it's... Yeah. Yeah. What about um, Kevin Hart, then, in this? Kevin Hart's Kevin Hart. Yeah. I mean, he's funny. It's, yeah. The, you know, The Rock just throwing him around and stuff is hilarious, you know. I guess I've never seen, like, a movie where Kevin Hart is the star of the movie. I, I've always seen movies where he plays kind of a, a supporting role where he's just really damn funny, like yeah. uh, The Secret Life of Pets. Central Intelligence, he and Rock are pretty even, but Rock's still the star of that. But he, he balances out the Rock well, and I, I like... He he almost... Uh, he does better than the Rock does even at, at inhabiting that character. Like when when he is the the jock and the bully and when he's like picking on the Rock... And, and then he just gets smashed. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. I did find as well, I thought, uh, I don't know, it's something, it's a bit odd, but I'm sitting there going, uh, I don't know if I should feel this way because maybe someone will be like, oh, you're, you're awful for thinking that or you're racist or whatever. But I did feel that like they kind of wrote Kevin Hart to be like David Allen Greer a little bit. It's just like, we need like a funny black guy who can just kind of scream and panic a lot. I was like, eh, but that's yeah. Kevin Hart. And but that's mostly. what Kevin Hart but yeah, does. But he, yeah, he, yeah, he does so that so well. He does that in Ride Along. He does it in Central Intelligence. That, that's I, I don't think yeah. that was trying to call back to yeah. Dag. That was that was playing to Kevin Hart's strengths. I guess, yeah. I Which, mean, that is it, kind of what he does. But. but I'm pretty sure Kevin Hart has listed 
David Allen Greer as a major influence. So I guess, you know. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I, after, I like after that, watching both of those movies great. in the same week, I, I didn't make that connection. No, until you said something like, uh, although something funny you should look up is if you ever want to hear something hilarious, you should listen to um, Adam Carolla's podcast and David Allen Greer reading off um, dr- drug names, prescription drug names, as if they were the names of black children. <laughs> he does that, and he is just hilarious, and he gets so into character doing it. Like, he is just shouting out these prescription drug names. And it's one of my favorite bits on the Adam Crowell show. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I like David Allen Greer. I think he's, he's very funny. And, uh, I mean, he was probably the only good thing in that Blank Man movie um, with Damon Wayans. I don't know if you guys even remember yeah. that. I remember that. But I didn't see it. Yeah. He, he was funny in that. And the movie was a bit average. But... I just felt, yeah, maybe I maybe I put the two and two together in this because unlike you guys, I kind of felt that Greer got a bit more annoying as as Jumanji went on, whereas you guys kind of liked it. Um, so I guess, yeah, Kevin Hart, it kind of reminded me of that because in a way he kind of annoyed me a little bit um, when it became a bit too repetitive, but nothing in a major way where I, like I wouldn't knock either movie for it but if i had to pick uh a, you know like a, a definitive low light for each of the jumanji movies i would be like nah, i don't sort of need the same kind of black guy just panicking and uh, yeah so there, there were there were other things that he did that i liked quite a bit like um yeah he like, still had a good he was story he out. was the only one of those kids who liked alcohol for example he, he was all in on those margaritas that got really wasted i thought that was pretty mm-hmm. funny that because, was very funny because yeah, of course like he's he's kids. the he's the popular jock who who probably like gets drunk every weekend yeah exactly i did like that it was funny when he was pissed and they're all like you know oh what the hell so in america pissed means angry yeah oh drunk then <laughs> weird right <laughs> but although usually what a lot of people i know when they're drunk they are pissed so you know not me no you, you, I'm, I'm a happy drunk um, well, two, there's two other characters we'll, we'll sort of want to mention. But first, if we can sort of quickly um, give a shout out to, I guess, Nick Jonas, strangely enough. Yeah, um, he's, he's no Joe Jonas. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> he, he was actually all right in this. I, thought, eh, I, 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 liked, I liked him a lot, actually. I thought, I thought his character was – and uh, you – I mean, it was the, the super-duper obvious twist – but when they finally met up with him, it was, you yeah. know, it was, it was neat to see because I think we were all kind of sitting there waiting to see, like, okay, what what happened to this kid who got sucked in and, twenty years ago? And wasn't that Colin Hanks playing him at the end? Oh, yeah, and that's yeah. and I loved I loved that it was Colin Hanks. I don't think Colin Hanks was credited um, at all. But what was what was really weird about Colin Hanks being that character at the end was that Nick Jonas had this sort of romance going with Jack Black. And Colin, yeah. Colin Hanks's big breakthrough movie role was playing Jack Black's younger brother in Orange County. That's oh, right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and so when yeah. I saw that, I was just like, California, here we come. <laughs> yeah. I did like, I mean, I, 
Yeah, you know, I just thought it was worth a mention because normally I think if you go like, oh, one of the Jonas Brothers is in this movie, you'd be like, oh, fucking whatever. But he was all right. Like, oh. I, I actually didn't mind him. Listen, the, all of the Jonas Brothers are great. Like, we're, we're none of us are young enough to have, like, really been overexposed to the Jonas Brothers in, in their time as a, as a band or a television product or whatever the fuck they were. That's but, true. Um, but, yeah, like, Nick Jonas in this movie was good. Um, in the Lego Batman movie, Joe Jonas's band uh, DNCE did that Fearless Forever song, um, which which is like one of the great Batman anthems that could hold up alongside of like U2's Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me. <laughs> right. Um, and I, I can't I, I have nothing nice to say about the third Jonas brother. I don't know him. I don't know his name. <laughs> Uh, I didn't know how no, many Jonas Brothers yeah. there were, but but, so, but, but 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 at least two of the Jonas Brothers are like they're they're I'm okay with them. Okay, and yeah. and that, yeah, I had no opinion on Nick Jonas up until this point, uh, but but now I like him. <laughs> the other uh, the other quick shout out I thought we all quick cameo kind of character we could mention would be um, like Reese Darby. I think oh Reese Darby, he is just I think he's just hilarious in almost everything he does. Did and I ever, in this, I thought it was just the right amount. Like he just kind of, he's just in and out, so he doesn't become repetitive and annoying or, or the same sort of thing. But just yeah, I thought that was really have, good. Have I on this podcast ever told the story about the time I emailed Reese Darby? Nope. I don't think um, so. No. I was I was the entertainment producer for this um, news website in Michigan, and Flight of the Concords was coming to town. They were coming to Ann Arbor, and I wanted to try to do an interview with them. And so I was try, I was frantically trying to find like how I could contact their management. And just for the fuck of it, I, I sent an email to Reese Darby. <laughs> and I got, I got the nicest email back from Reese Darby's wife. And she was like, she was like, Hey, thank you for your email. I just wanted to let you know that, that Reese is not touring with flight of the Concords. He's actually uh, in London this summer filming a movie. Um, but like, she was just so incredibly polite. <laughs> and I felt so bad for bothering her. You'd be like, Murray is not present. Yeah, Murray, so. yeah, not present. <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I thought that role for him was really good because I didn't even know he was in it and then he just turned up. I was like, hey, <laughs> welcome to Jumanji. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just how he would repeat the same. Like, he was the perfect video game oh, yeah. character where he just, no matter what you did, he just, no, that's not how the game's written. So he's just going to say the same thing. Um, I mainly two other people in the movie, obviously like Karen uh, Gillen. Is that how you say it? I don't I know, even, but I I was I'm assuming so. Yeah, uh, I didn't even realize who it was. Yeah, she's, she's going, fucking yeah, Nebula from the Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. What? Yeah, yeah it's only at the end. I'm like, hey, I don't know. She did something at the very end, and I'm like, hey, it's Nebula. <laughs> yeah, you can't, it, it's hard. It's hard to recognize her with hair and human skin. Yeah, yeah. not being like. Blue and, and half and, robot. And, yeah. But the main thing I wanted to ask you guys was any thoughts on the uh, minor controversy that sort of came out before this movie with her costume or outfit? Because when the first photo of the cast was released, of course, there's people coming out of the woodwork and going like, "How she's in the jungle? Why would she wear that outfit?" And like, "Oh, it's another sexist no, role for no, the token girl." It's a, it's a, it's a obvious parody of a video game trope. Yeah. Yep, and that's what I think. Like, they actually did a decent job of, of 
playing it for laughs. Yeah, where, where she feels yeah. awkward. She's like, why am I wearing this? And then trying to be sexy and just totally failing, just the kick ass. That's all she can do. Like the the girl in the movie, whatever her name is, like the... the, the Ruby Roundhouse, isn't that it? Well, Ruby Roundhouse yeah, is, yeah. The, is the game character, but the other yeah. girl was named... Uh, I don't know. Like before the... Um, oh, yeah. The, before they go into the game, she's like the awkward kind of girl. Yeah. Although she she looked more like uh, Kirsten Dunst than... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, she is the kind of... Um, like, she's awkward and all that kind of stuff, and, and she's exactly the opposite. Martha the sort of, is the name. There you go. What, why did you say that name? Yeah. Robert, 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 Robert. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Fuck your mother. Um, it's my mother's name. What it, it's uh she's the opposite of the sort of woman who would confidently strut around the jungle with his bare stomach and all this kind of thing and sexy dance powers and that kind of thing. But I honestly think that was one of the funniest like individual character moments of the movie where she had to oh I'm gonna do my sexy dance to these guys and it was just so <laughs> awkward. And the whole and the whole up, training sequence leading up to it too. Jack Black, uh every he he nailed it every single moment i feel like that he had on screen and the a lot of people i I wanted to take my kids to see this movie and a lot of people warned me against it i think because of the basically two penis jokes that jack black winds up making there's yeah i I think that i think it worked I think I, mean, I, I feel like those are those are as body. those are as PG of dick jokes as you could possibly have, yeah. and I, I feel like Disney even hides a lot of dick jokes in their movies. And oh so like, sure, Pixar does it a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, for Christ's sake, they had a character named Woody. Yeah, That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Jack, by the way, who uh, <laughs> who did an excellent uh, burlesque show dressed as Woody uh, that that uh, Derek and I saw recently. Yeah. But yeah, I, I thought it was good, and 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 uh, I like speaking of Jack Black, like we said, he he, him, as the millennial girl, trying to teach the awkward girl how to be sexy and confident, and all this like that was just yeah. one part. Ja- of Jack that. Black stut- strutting around trying to do a sexy walk, hand on his hip, was just incredible. It was like it was that was, was one of the reasons for me why like he stole the whole show. I okay. thought. Jack Black, it's. I feel like it's almost important to remember that that there was a minute in like two thousand one ish where Jack Black was like the funniest, most interesting person in Hollywood, and anything that he touched, you had to you had to see that. So, you had to be somewhere all, over there is like, the School of Rock DVD because yeah. of that. He and, was and, all, and and he was almost Green Lantern because of it. Think about that. Oh, Jesus Whoa. Christ. They almost did a movie. His name popped up and it would be like, who is the, let's do it as a, as a total comedy. Let's do it as a spoof type thing and be like, what, basically what would happen if Jack Black got a Green Lantern ring? It was funny is that and, Ryan Reynolds is almost as much of a goofball as Jack Black. Like when he did Green Lantern, he was, he was as known for comedies it's almost like the. It's almost like when uh, they had Seth Rogen be the Green Hornet. Yeah. Well, I think that might have been part of like. I think that might have spun out of that somehow, where they're like, oh, well, we could get Seth Rogen and be the other Green. 
thing. Well, the, and the Green Hornet was a long time Kevin Smith bugbear, right? Like he was supposed to be mm. doing. There the we go. Hornet. There's a reference yeah. to the drinking there game. I'm funny. Yeah. Yeah. drinking game. Boom. Chug it. Yep. We'll wait. We'll Tuck wait it. while you chug it. Chug it. Yep. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Are you finished? Okay. Good. <laughs> go Penguins. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Just, just remember, you, have to, yeah, you still have to make it till the end of the episode because Jared is still in your living room and he's now he's breaking your dishes in the kitchen. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> there's, there's there's a dozen Jareds just just wrecking your car right now. But I mean, you are right. Uh, it is like Jack Black around that time was kind of just like, holy fuck, he's in this other movie. It's going to be hilarious. Yeah. And and uh, I think that's he kind of almost is back to that form in this movie I yeah think. If, if, if you forgot about jack black like he's he's still got it and he mm. he's still like but we were talking there's some times where you just don't know if he's gonna actually bring it there, there's entire movies i mean you, you can watch you can watch shallow hal like that is a movie that is devoid of a laugh yeah like that that movie just fucking sucks you couldn't release <laughs> that movie now well no you couldn't well and like it's supposed to be a movie about body positivity, yeah. But it's but it's not, it's not body positive and it's not funny either. It 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 just it yeah. swings and misses at everything it tries to accomplish. Yeah. And and Jack Black unfortunately was part of it. Yeah, I just love it. Now we can actually have a drop of Tim just going like. That movie just fucking sucks. <laughs> now we need to splice that with him saying Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'd actually have Tim on record of saying the right thing. But yeah, I, I no, really if, did. If, if, if I had to choose between Suicide Squad and, and Shallow Hell, and I, and I would hope anybody else, Suicide Squad is, a, is at least a more enjoyable movie. Is it it's, though? Is it? it no, it is. is it, it absolutely is. We sure... Yeah, yeah. I I just. I mean, I, it's like I I, would, I I like watching Jason Alexander have like a little stub of a tail as much as anybody, but but no, it's not. It's just not good. I I will give points to Suicide Squad if only because Tim pointed out to me that the reason that Captain Boomerang returns after he leaves the bar is because he's a boomerang. That's so right. of course, he, of course, he comes back. <laughs> That fucking blew my mind. And I just every I've seen it like twice more since we did our original show. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. You've and taken the time to watch that movie three times? I have, because it was on cable and so I gave it a chance and then uh it got bought for me as a as a present. You mean and, as a punishment? Um, yeah, and it, and and Jared, it's the extended edition. Of course so, it is. Yeah. I, ha- I haven't actually watched Extended Edition. Because why not punish yourself with a few extra minutes of that movie? I, could, I, I could, know, I got to watch like an extra two minutes of the worst Joker on film. I could probably I could probably find another wife if I if I play my cards right with that Extended Suicide Squad edition. That's right. If you keep talking about how much you love Suicide Squad, you might have to find a new wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, with with this movie as well, any any kind of nitpicks against it? I wanted it to be more video gamey. I wanted mm-hmm. the I wanted the guys to like the, like the the enemies to like fall down on the ground, and I wanted their bodies to like flash a couple of times and then disappear. That would have been funny, but I think it hit all the right markers. I mean, I could nitpick it, but it doesn't seem like the type of movie that warrants nitpicking because you know it's going to have little issues like. 
Yeah, it just, I mean, it I, just seems like it's not necessary for this film. I mean, I have I have three very very minor nitpicks. Okay, and you guys you guys can comment on them. One, it just seemed a little bit long for me. I thought eh. for what it was, but oh, it again, never it I, to me it never dragged. Like I, eh. I I saw that it was two hours, and I was like, oh, that does seem a little long for a movie like this. This this should be a tight eighty eight minutes, but but it it like it was two hours that felt to me like eighty eight minutes. Yeah. The, the opening before they get into Jumanji felt a little long, but not particularly. Most of it paid off. Yeah. Mo- yeah. Okay. When you, I did feel that at the start, I'm like, oh, this is kind of taking a little while to get into it. But you you do then need that setup once you once the movie like they get out of the game and it's not just credits. They do actually have a, like a little five ten minute sort of wrap up with the kids and Colin Hanks and that kind of thing. So they did earn it. So that was cool. I just felt, yeah, maybe, like I said, if I'm looking for nitpicks, maybe they could have cut maybe 15 minutes out of it, but nothing that I would complain about. Uh, You know, there should have been monkeys. There weren't monkeys. Yeah. I think like, like there, and, and like, let me drop some zoological facts on you about jaguars. Jaguars have the strongest biting force in pounds per square inch of any big cat. And they frequently kill their prey by crushing the skull of the prey. So they can crush the skull of a deer. They can crush the skull the skull of a caiman, which is like an alligator. They're 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 bad motherfuckers. So when the rock gets killed by a jaguar, you better believe it's his skull is literally being crushed because it's a it's a it's a bad motherfucking cat. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um. The other one I've got, I feel like the villain was just kind of nothing. Like that guy that was like spitting up bugs and shit was crawling over his ears. I was like, eh, that, I don't I, really I, care. He was, a, it was, a, it was, it was with Bobby Cannavale. Is uh, that his name? It, it was serviceable for the movie He's, because the main... He was an Ant-Man. Yeah, the, the main opponent is really the game itself, not any yeah. individual within the game. I, yeah, and that's, that's honestly, what I like it was. They didn't really need him. I, I was think. I was expecting there to be a little bit more of a boss fight than what they got. Um, because because uh, since it's a video game, it felt to me like it was building towards not just a action sequence, but an actual boss fight. Um, I thought I thought Nick Jonas was gonna have like a heel turn and kind oh. of be like, "Fuck you, fuck you guys! I'm getting out of here by kind of leaving you here in my place," type thing, like a bit of a flash. What is it? The speed force thing, you know, like someone has to be in the speed force. So you know, if, if Barry gets out, yeah. Wally's going to go in or whatever. You Fuck know. you, Wally um, West. That's right. He shit. <laughs> but, uh, and who the fuck is this Jay guy? He can get fucked as well. Uh, <laughs> like, I thought it might have been something like that. Like he's going to get, they're going to get to some point. He's going to be like, see you later. I've been here forever. Um, but it was just like, oh no, we just got this sort of, we just need a villain guy. No, that, that made, the, the, the cooperative aspect of it made sense to me. That 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 yeah. I felt like resonated pretty well, and and uh, I liked oh, I liked I, when he joined the party and all that. Yeah, I, I liked it what they did with him, but that I just felt like that's where it was going. Like it was, uh, he was going to try and kind of turn on them at some point. But yeah, um, and the only other little nitpick, whatever you want to call it, I had is I did like. The nod to Robin Williams and the whole like Alan Parrish was here, uh, scribbled in the tree or whatever it was. Oh yeah, that was that was almost a throwaway thing. It was very I, quick. I really I liked that, 
But in saying that, I have a really hard time believing that this is the world that he was trapped in for 20 years. Well, it seems like, I mean, they changed almost everything. Like, like Van, like the, 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 you know, Bobby Cannavale's character, he's, he is Van Pelt. He's, he has changed into something completely different, uh, to, to suit this new world. Okay. Cause I thought, mm, if he, if, yeah, I sort of thought at first, like, well, he, this is where Alan, was yeah and then he gets out and he's like what year is it and he's like i've seen things you can't even see and you hear things being eaten and you just hope it isn't you and that kind of stuff and i'm like hmm there's people and like villages and shit in this one like so i don't know but then i think 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 where where he was or where he was living is kind of like a little bit removed from the main game or something like that like they're that's kind of like off to the side I, i don't know it I guess he was trapped in the board game version and, and yeah. they're in the video game version. So again, not a major thing, but if, if that his, his his inscription sticks around, it's like it's like when you die on the Oregon Trail, you get to leave your mark. Yeah, it's like the end of Survivor yeah. each season where they're like, Oh, Billy, oh Frank, oh you know, Sally. And we voted them all out, but now we feel bad. Uh, but yeah, that was the only thing. I, I just wondered if that was if that was their intention, I think they kind of missed the mark a little bit, but I'm happy for them to, for it to be just a little nod, which is is quite cool that they didn't just completely. Um, they they do reference and and go along with the fact that it is a a sequel in a way. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it really it, it is like it's Jumanji too, and and a lot of people don't. Hmm. They they made they almost tried to disguise the fact that it really is written as Jumanji two. Yeah. And and not just a, a reboot or a remake. Well, I just I just assumed like, okay, it's it's a new Jumanji and this time it's a video game. Whereas when it started and it, it yeah. was a board game and it, it sort of magically turns into a video game, I'm like, Oh, that's really clever. So that was that was it was a, a nice nod, so which um they didn't have to do. So it, it does show a bit of care from the uh the filmmakers, which is cool. Uh but I guess if we're wrapping up Overall thoughts, I guess we all gave it a thumbs up, but not we're not sort of in love with it. Oh, yeah. There, there's one thing I wanted to say about, about video game mm-hmm. movies in general is that I feel like there are three categories of video game movies. You have your directly licensed movies, like uh, you got Tomb Raider coming out this year and yeah. Rampage. Um, but, you know, back in the day, you got your Super Mario Brothers, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, you know, yeah. <laughs> the classics. Three of the right. best movies ever made. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, and then you have this this second category, which Jumanji falls into, which are movies that sort of uh, make their own video games, like like Tron and The Last Starfighter. Um, uh, more recently, Wreck It Ralph, which is getting a sequel this year. Uh, Pixels. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess Pixels. <laughs> Why'd you have to bring that up? If you guys, uh, I, I, have, I haven't seen it. It's it's probably fun. oh fuck. It makes this movie so much better, and you'll yeah. you'll have a new appreciation for. You'll watch Pixels and then you'll be like, you know what I need to watch? I need to watch Mortal Kombat, yeah. Street Fighter, and Mario Brothers. <laughs> but then there's a, there's a third category of movies that just borrow really heavily on video game tropes. Like, uh, I, I just got done watching John Wick, and uh, John Wick like has like these very obvious nods to its video game inspirations. Every single kill is basically a double headshot. Uh, shit like that. You got movies like Avatar, and the whole story of Avatar is like training mission, boss fight, training mission, boss fight. 
Um, and and uh, like Disney's Moana is almost the same way. It's like we're gonna like uh, collect loot, build our party, and then fight a boss. You know, that's that's. I think you're stretching. That's on those. how the No, it's a it's a it's it's it's, it's a legit thing. And uh, and uh, one of who? one of the uh, it, says, it says me. I'm 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 putting says this out who? here right now. This is a, this is this is my like original idea. Says who? The movie Crank is like the the Grand Theft Auto movie that you've always been wanting. So if you haven't seen fucking Crank. Like it is, it is basically like you're just watching the best ever playthrough of Grand Theft Auto Three, and it's fucking great. <laughs> and <laughs> Jared's agreeing with me right now. He's <laughs> like, in the place of the withering look that I expect from Jared, I'm actually getting like a like a he's, he's like kind of furrowing his brow. He's nodding. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's, yeah. I don't want to agree with him here, yeah. but he's got a point. But but like, there's yeah. there, like there there's this kind of this unspoken influence of video games and filmmaking. Um, and and you know certainly like the like like this Jumanji movie has a lot of nods to those you know to, to the the video game tropes like the non-player character the you know the the, the weird deaths you know I love I, I really like the way that they they die and kind of like just explode into like a little puff of blood it's like almost it's 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 yeah. it's, it's it's family friendly gore kind of like whoa <laughs> yeah. yeah. And even just the hit that you <laughs> out of nowhere that, 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 right. that, that eats Jack Black, that was kind of yeah. cool. So uh, just quickly, do they make Jumanji 3? I don't know. I, don't think, I, think, so. I think they don't. No, I think we. It's made a lot of money. I just wonder what other things. Well, and that's, that's and I think I, part of the reason, like, like I, I was the one who I think suggested that we do this show, and I, I. I threw that out there based on the idea that or based on the article I saw that said this movie has made like over three hundred million dollars. It's kind of a box office redemption for the rock who just said <coughs> you know, he's he's the highest paid actor in Hollywood right now, but the Baywatch movie just flopped. Boy, mm. who could have seen that coming? <laughs> right. But I mean so you know, like, I think <laughs> Jumanji could have gone the same way if it had sucked. Yeah, but it, it it's sitting on about eight hundred and twenty million worldwide. Oh, I think. oh holy I shit. Think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's gonna end up as a billion dollar fucking Holy movie fuck. but here's the problem how they'd have to like I guess the only way to do it where they could bank on what they had here is if excuse me another group of kids somehow got in the game and they inhabited those same four characters yeah yeah I guess because the rock and and nebula and Jack black and these Kevin Hart, they're just characters, so I guess anyone could be them. So. Yeah, they're just the so, avatars. So, so, so you make mm. you make Jumanji welcome back to the jungle: colon the rundown to Jumanji, sweet child of mine. Yeah, <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> I was trying to pull like, what's another yeah. good uh, Guns and Roses? Jumanji <laughs> November Rain. You could do a whole yeah. show. That actually, so, actually, Jumanji November Rain, yeah. and they said it during the rainy season in Jumanji. Oh, Perfect. Oh yeah, it's 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 the monsoon, and now all of a sudden, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> that sounds like a movie too. <laughs> Somewhere to, Axel Rose is just like, hmm. Yeah. Someone get, my, get my lawyers on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> While I do a little dance. <laughs> cool. Well, if nothing else, uh, if we've got nothing else, I think uh, that's it. It's time to get out of here. I can uh, I can hear the drums in the background <laughs> signaling us to, uh, to bail out. So, uh, yeah, everyone, please follow us uh, on Twitter. 
starting with the show at unfunny end tangent i am at greg t13 jared is at superdrew 75 tim is at tim agni and on attack of the dad.com but as always all roads lead to at the steel cage please head to our website which is unfunnynerdtangent.com where we will be getting some more regular non-podcast content from now on um as well at the moment we've got an oscars prediction article from our latest contributor noel uh, which is well worth a read. And of course, you have to head to thesteelcageshop.com to buy our amazing Mon Milfma t-shirt because as always, she is the commander in chief of soft style. But in the meantime, that's it from us. My name is Greg. So for Jared and Tim, thanks so much for listening. And remember kids, always avoid the cake. Unfunny nerd tangent. Welcome to the jungle.